somewhat alter their mindsets of it. Yeah. I'm just gonna put this on for like a couple. Okay. <laughs> then I'll take it back off. <laughs> I don't think anybody could hear me. Oh no. No. No, I can't. No. I can't see shit either. I don't know something's wrong with the electronics in it then. Yeah. Do what? Your electronics are out. <laughs> <laughs> This last episode was actually pretty good. I think I've seen two or three episodes of the new season. Can't really remember. Baby Grogu. Grogu. He, he's gonna be a beast if he becomes a Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Where's my notes at? There it is. All right. Oh yeah. <sighs> now I'm gonna do a Q cut for when I need to start. Ugh. I don't know the call. You what? I can I can hear you through these headphones. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're bassy, but I can hear you. <laughs> it's very echoey. You want to do the introduction? I can't remember it. <laughs> Welcome to Crazy Dementia. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you now. <laughs> then I'll put on my headphones. In <laughs> hard not to do it after somebody else does it, is it? <laughs> yeah. mm. right. So when you, how's it recording now? Oh yeah, everything's going. Oh. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> I figured I'd do bloopers and behind the scenes stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> I just wondered if you hadn't got me racking up in my nose or something like that. Uh, Alright, <clears throat> right. welcome to Creator's Dementia. As you can see, we have got a special guest today. Mando, Mandalorian. <laughs> I can't take off my helmet; it's against my way. <laughs> so you guys are screwed now. Well, and all the questions today is going to be based around actually what he's portraying cosplay today. <laughs> um, so. Okay, now it's got to come off. <laughs> I don't think I can do that with the helmet on the entire time. Oh, I Whew. So, before we get to the... I'll just put it down here. Let's put it there. So might just set it on top of my P4 tray. Oh, I forgot to mention Grogu's also. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Grogu. All right. Let me get situated here. This takes a lot of effort. <laughs> uh, I get my glasses behind my ear. All right, move the microphone a little bit. Okay, that might work. There we go. There you go. All right. So, as Alan said, welcome to Creator's Dementia. My armor's too tight on my forearm, so I can't. Okay. 
Yeah, and the topic of today is cosplay. Uh, but before we get to the topic at hand, uh, I know for the last couple episodes, I haven't really done any life updates that I usually do when it was just me, but now I have a partner. And also, if you notice, this is season four. New logo, too. Yeah, that his daughter created. That would be Allison Grace. Yes, she is magnificent. Yeah. All of his daughters are so stinking talented, it's ridiculous. They get, they get it from me. They get it from him. They get the looks from their mama, but they get the creativity <laughs> from me. Is it the fable looks? <laughs> it, it is. You know, you can only get so much after I named it. <laughs> named it like that. Callback. <laughs> but yes, um, so I hope you like the new logo. Um, I'm probably going to keep the music the same because it's short and sweet, so it's not too bad. Um, but, so, like I said, we're going to do uh, an update on what's going on with our lives. Um, but right before we get to that, I do want to say I hope everyone in Arkansas, Indiana, Illinois, and parts of Kentucky were safe last night. Um, I actually was awake till 2 o'clock in the morning, CST, <laughs> uh watching the weather because I am actually a certified weather spotter and I kept keeping my community up to date to all the nasty storms that were rolling through. And just like what happened last Friday to Rolling Fork, Mississippi, I know that town got devastated and I just I hope and pray that everybody is okay and surviving and um, my thoughts and prayers go out to each person that was affected. Uh, yes. I know it's not easy and I know it was terrifying and frightening it was scary just watching it on my radar so i just hope that everybody's okay and everybody's uh building their lives back back up to where it needs to be but yes um alan what has been going on with you since the last time we recorded oh wow um work so much so much i mean basically we got a big life change coming up all all three as the girls are graduating. <laughs> Allie's graduating from college, Savannah mm-hmm. School of Arts and Design, and Aubrey and Avery, they're twins, they're graduating high school. So I would be, almost have a good accurate guess that this fall, <laughs> we're going to have an empty nest. <laughs> so, a but, long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, that's a whole different story right there, but, uh, other than that, it's just the same stuff. You know, we've been working, talking a little bit back and forth on doing this podcast, just getting ready to start taking notes now, making yeah. an outline. <laughs> I'll say that for the for my new book. Yes. But uh, the only the only ty- only thing I have is that it's the Broken Dagger Chronicles Volume Two with Sebastian in it. Yes. That's it. And that's. <laughs> All I know about it too, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it. We just <laughs> before we even started, we just kind of brainstorming off of it and yeah, starting to get a little bit more more accurate when it comes to making my knives and my swords and things. Yes. So. Yeah, I still have the sword you made for me in so. my office. So we'll maybe in another year we'll update that one. It's a pretty cool sword though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, upgrade. Alan is slowly and very expertly becoming a blacksmith. I wouldn't label myself as a blacksmith. I'm, you are apocalyptic blacksmith. When well, the apocalypse you know, happens, you're going to be at a trading post. You know, if a, you can look at it this way. If 
we can partner up with somebody that has chickens. Right. We'll have chicken meat, we'll have eggs, and we'll have knives. So we'll be set up for the apocalypse. <laughs> right. Um, we, we need to make a or find a place near either a creek or a river, so that way we can have uh, hydro-powered electricity as well as fresh water with filters. I've thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> Cumberland River's not far away. There's you can, got right. And there's a cabin down there that's still not sold. So we'll just go oh. hunker down and eat. Don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Only problem is if that dam breaks and all that's going to be flooded. It'd be years. <laughs> yeah. Overgrowth. Yeah. It's a natural dam anyway. We'll probably all fade away before that happens anyways. <laughs> so yeah. We'll just get to float with the river like on it. Everybody floats down here. Oh. Um, we also had a question. We did. We had an amazing question. We, it is from Brianna Johnson, and fun fact, she was actually my beta reader for Legion's Dawn. She is a avid reader of almost all my books, and she is also a big fan of Alan's as well as mine. You know, see, when I ran into her the other morning, or. Mm-hmm. Realized who that was. I did not ask about my book. <laughs> I seen them sitting there on the table, on the nightstand, yeah. or I'll say table because it wasn't a nightstand. Uh, and I seen your book, and that's how it broke the ice. I said, "How do you like Bradley's book?" Yeah. Uh, didn't mention nothing about the other ones that I'd seen there, but I was like, yeah. "I seen that out there yeah. in public." She had both our books. Yeah. Sitting there. Uh, of course, they go together, too. So. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I got a sneeze or if there's just something stuck in my nose, but it's tickling. Mm-hmm. That's my phone. I got it on vibrate, but yet it's still going to vibrate the table, so I'm going to put it on the chair. That's sound like Grogu's motorcycle. <laughs> or he's got gas. <laughs> he's got gas. That's Grogu farting. The force. Mm-hmm. The butt force. The butt force. Uh, <laughs> but yes, the question. Uh, she... Um, I sent out during the week a video asking people, you know, if they kind of like how I do on here, you know, if you have any questions, comments, want topics discussed, you know, you email us at creatorsdementia at gmail.com. And Brianna actually did so. I created a, a clapper video, TikTok video, Facebook reel, all that stuff to advertise that. And a lot of people did respond. There wasn't many questions, but it was more like, a, hey, if you get the chance, love to come on and talk about this stuff and that stuff. So, once I figure out how to screen record uh, on my computer and not catch my voice, but they can still hear me, but we can catch their voice while mine and Alan's voice is recorded on the P4 here, I'll do that. But right now, it's gonna, that's going to take some research. But the question, uh, Brianna Johnson asks, how does, let me get my notebook up here, how does the way the characters see themselves differ from the ways others see them i really want to know your guys opinion on this sorry for being nerdy be nerdy all you want (laughs) yeah it's creator's dementia and our topic for today is cosplay yes so (laughs) that's why i'm all decked out being nerdy is a compliment anyway it is i mean if i get called weird or nerd i'm i'm perfect because i usually get called both by my wife so it's okay (laughs) Yours is nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just joking. (sighs) You want to start first or you want me to? Uh, Let's see here. All right, so (laughs) I wrote half the answer down because I 
like I was telling Alan before we got started, was I wrote half the answer because then I could probably carry it on from there. And funny note was me and him saw the question differently in the beginning. And I'm glad we discussed what the question actually was, or otherwise I would have had it completely wrong. So kudos to Alan for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I am exhausted. Uh, But so uh, when Reaper began, you know, he saw himself as a second in command to, you know, basically lead Lucifer's army. Uh, He was cocky. He was boastful. He believed nothing could actually touch him. Um, Is that a cord on me? That is a cord on me. Oh, that's my headphone cord. (laughs) My God. Well, it was like over my shoulder, and I'm like, what is going on? Okay. Okay. I'm done for the day. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. No. Get you another drink. Yes. I don't stay up till 2 a.m. anymore. But I did that with weather watching last night. Yeah. Okay, yes, the cord is on my shoulder. Forgive me. Uh, but yes, back to the question. Um, Elias, which is Reaper's... I mean, they're all brothers and sisters, of course, because you know they were the first angels created by God. But Elias is like his little brother, no matter what. But uh, Elias saw him as a mentor. Uh, Locke, which is another one of the fallen angels, that's a complete douche. Uh, Locke saw him as a kiss-ass because everything he'd done was uh, at Lucifer's command and beckoning. So it was always, oh, so you're going to do that, you know, just because Lucifer says so, even though Locke's basically the same way, but he was just jealous. Um but when Evelyn first met Reaper, uh, she saw him as an abomination and a threat to everyone. You know, uh, it's neat that you said that, but because in my book, Evelyn's one of the characters that I'd used in uh, Broken Dagger series. She's a beast. And, oh, yeah, even then, what little I could flesh her out without taking too much. But she says the same thing in my book about Sebastian. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a statement she makes in there is that, uh, what are you? Hellspawn? You're abomination? But yeah. Not quite. You're different. But yeah. she, she, and she referred to him basically the same way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's neat. When you was reading that, I was like, yeah. that nailed that. <laughs> I mean, that's a good, uh, so. Oh, if you notice, like... <clears throat> If any of y'all want to see like the Pinterest picture I went off of with Evelyn, just let us know. But uh, of course, Evelyn, she with her get up, she also reminded me of like kind of like a New Orleans voodoo witch yeah. as well. Yeah. But you know, in all honesty, it seems like Evelyn's a bit of a racist. <laughs> yeah, once yeah, most yeah, uh, like not a uh, full blown not neo Nazi racist, but like judge a book by their cover <laughs> racist, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, she, she, the way I had her in my book, I don't. From what little definition you had, and this goes with part of the answer too on my side, is that Evelyn, when she first sees Sebastian, even when she first sees Nikolai, she doesn't see automatically see if there's good in them. Mm-hmm. The first thing she locks onto is the evil that they are that's built yep. within them. Yeah, and that's what she sees. As far as my character, of course, I, my books aren't as fleshed out as his, but uh, 
what she sees is the first thing that she looks for is the negative part of it because she is as far as Salem she yeah. is a protector at right. that time so she's work she's looking to protect from the bad the evil yeah. and that's what she sees but she's like with Sebastian she's caught off she's caught off guard yeah. just a little bit because you know there's a curiosity there but I didn't mean to take yeah. it away from no you. no you're good because that that that's actually that's really true um Evelyn is like I said she 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 can go in full-blown beast mode and she is like I was very proud of that character but she literally is the type that will look at you if she doesn't know you she will judge by the way you're past actions were yeah. as well as by the way you look but to give her credit she is learning to change it just takes taking her a little bit of time uh, but yeah so like I said when Evelyn first met Reaper uh, she saw him as an abomination and threat to everyone which I can say that because of the way they met uh, and of course that doesn't change much until the book further <coughs> progresses, you know, as the story progresses. Um, but now, like, <clears throat> where the book is, uh, how the first one ended, um, Reaper sees himself, without giving too much away, um, not worthy, but wanting to figure out a way to get his soul back. Like, he's not... Like, Ow! That's a finger. Uh, he doesn't lose his actual soul. You know, it's like a, the presence of a soul. Uh, so he sees himself as not worthy and trying to figure out a way to be what God created him to be in the first place. Uh, and Faith kind of saw that when he first appeared to her. Quill was on the precipice with uh, Evelyn's decision uh, Alan was kind of in the middle and Elias still always will see him as a mentor because Reaper is Al uh, Alice's <laughs> <Elias is> protector <laughs> from his brothers his sisters as well as anything that tries to come near him to harm him so like the, the perception of my main character that was mostly focused on kind of changes throughout the story and now with this new one because I was at work and I got the bright idea of how to start it and what the goal is and possibly not where it's going to end yet but where it's going to be taken something dramatic is about to change and it's going it's probably going to break my heart as well as the reader's heart if they are inv as invested in this story as I am like I'm afraid to write it but I know it's got to happen but yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a follow-up to it, mine, like I said, my book is, it's an hour's read, so, and it's a trilogy. It's planned to be a trilogy. So I can't say a whole lot because we kind of drop in on Sebastian already into his self, I guess. He's already came into himself as a hunter. Yeah. But what he starts discovering in the first book it's not one of them massive events where you just snap and all of a sudden you know you're like, "Hey, this is not me. This is, right. is that's not what I wanted because I want it to be a subtle growth 
Yeah. And I'm hoping that as he goes through this, that way he sees himself, he sees himself as trying to prove because he's different. Yeah. You know, he's not as a, as like Reaper and Elias and Locke is full of angels. He's something else. He's like a like a half breed of some sort, and he just doesn't know it. He's not human by any means, but he's not a full-fledged angel. He's not a demon, That which if you'll read the first book, you'll notice that Evelyn kind of alludes to. She says you're something else. Yep. Uh, but I'm hoping that with these little things that happen throughout these books, these little visions that he has, he starts to realize that the people around him, the demons and everything around him, not only see him as just a bounty hunter, just a low, a low level, mid-level demon, I guess you could say, but they start to see him as a threat, as somebody who can, with the right setting, can really make massive changes to this world that he's in right now. Yeah. And the way the other ones see him, and you'll notice, Locke, Locke makes fun of him. Yeah. Thinks that, you know, you know, like a little thing, he can throw it like a gnat. Like I said, Locke's a douche. Yeah. And <laughs> at the end of the book, uh, you know, one of Bradley's bigger characters, main character, makes an appearance. And, <clears throat> and you could sort of see as something has happened that Reaper is re- really surprised about what has unfolded. And he's like, all right. They, and I'm not a big person for massive changes quick. I want to see a subtle growth. But that's the way I see it. You know, Sebastian sees himself as just a mid-level demon, always trying to prove himself, always trying to have to do more, have to work. And, you know, that's general like we are. Mm-hmm. And all the ones around him always see him as... Something off to the side. A go-getter. Yeah. A busybody. Lucifer's bitch. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Abaddon's bitch. Right. Yeah. yeah. And But, you know, she shows favor to him because she knows more to the story, I think, than she lets on. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But I can't give away too much with him because if I do, I won't be able to flesh it out in the next book. Right. Yeah. So I think this second book is going to have a big growth. It's going to put him right on the brink of... You know, if he steps too far to the left, he's going to be evil. If he steps too far to the right, he's going to be too good. Yeah. You know, he's just, he's, he's going, he's working there. He doesn't know what he is. He knows that changes are coming, I think. For yeah. He, he's got to stick to that fine line, the, yeah. the Mandalorian line. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Another callback. This is the way. <laughs> So, Brian, I hope that answered your question. Uh, that was a very, like, we had to think it, <laughs> severely. It, yeah, it, it was a very good question, <laughs> especially when when I read it and I was like, then Bradley was talking about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of course, I've had to work the last couple of nights, and I was yeah. like, maybe I did read that wrong. <laughs> no, I think I read it wrong. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, I mean, that, that's a very good question. It helps you understand the characters a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we drop in on Sebastian. He's already made it sort of a name. Not a major name, but he's made an imprint with Abaddon yep. and Lucifer because he does follow, does work for them, and they do know and trust that he can get the job done. Yeah. So that's why they give him this 
Lucifer's contract yeah. in this new book. It's a big contract with a lot of stipulations to it. Yeah, and yeah, because that that particular contract was it, it needed one of the best to complete it. Yeah. Yes, because if it didn't happen, then catastrophe was going to unfold. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's a. Oh, different. Yeah. These, this question can lead down them rabbit holes that we talk about. You <laughs> yeah. know, get too far off the topic. But, uh, mm. but yeah, I, I really enjoy that question. I mean, yeah. please send more. Please send more. And yes. it don't matter what it's about. It can no. be about mine Bradley's tattoos, his yeah. Mandalorian outfit, which we're going to talk about that here in just a second. Yeah. <laughs> but. The flat suit is freaking huge, though. That's what gets me. It was recommended. Might as well just jump into the cosplay topic, but because yeah. uh, I looked up on, of course, Google on you know proper ways to create a Mandalorian outfit, and it said you needed a flat suit. I was like, cool, I'll take a flat suit. Got on Amazon, and <laughs> of course, I don't know my measurements at all. I just I wear an extra large shirt because it's comfortable, and you don't need to know my pants size. But uh, <laughs> um, it said recommended for you. This, these dimensions on this flat suit. I was like, oh, okay. Well, if considering what I actually do order on Amazon fits pretty well, sure, I'll take that recommendation. Hell no, I could fit two of me in this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I could probably crawl down the back. You really could. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, I need somebody to like tailor this and get it more fitting, because like I have so much scrotal zonage like you know, it's leeway like, okay not to give out too much information <laughs> do you for anybody that's played mm. little league sports mm. okay I played little league baseball <laughs> little league okay I did now when you're all excited and they say you have to have a cup to go play <laughs> little league baseball or you can't play. Yeah. And you go to Walmart, and your mom and your dad's like, or your dad is like, here's yours. You know, small, you size. But you're like, I am not a you size <laughs> for Little League. I want the extra large cup. That is what we see here. <laughs> yes. But uh, aside the point, if you had to define cosplay, Bradley, what would you define it as? <coughs> so... Um, personal definition would be a way to incorporate your most uh, favorable and admired uh, characters of the world and bring them into you in order to, you know, feel how they are, you know, and why you admire them so much. You know, you put on what they wear and you become them. Or, you know, you're not gonna, you're not exactly gonna match them. That's why, <laughs> after watching Loki, I started considering myself as variants of all these cosplays. It's like, oh, I'm a variant of Captain America. I'm, I'm, you know, I got a bigger gut and I'm a little <laughs> more country, but <clears throat> I'm a variant, so it's okay. But yeah, cosplay, it's I define it as a way to embody your favorite characters of uh, the creative world. Yeah, it's it's a performance art. Yeah. I mean, to to its basic rookie form, it is a performance art for like me anyway. Right. You know, as rookie as I am, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's like he said, it just being able to embody your character. Yeah. Uh, 
my first one was Deadpool. Hmm. And it was <laughs> it just a spandex outfit that yeah. I had ordered. It was I fantastic. Could, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's as basic as you can get. Yeah. I ordered, uh, well, actually, I went to Walmart and I bought soccer shin guards. I did that with my Star Lord. Yeah, and spray painted them <laughs> maroon. Spray painted them black. Yeah, and I got the black boots. <laughs> Then I got, you know, it's it just it, it came together really well, and yeah. of course we walked the parade a couple of times. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, we rode on the float one year, and then the first year we ever done it, I had to I ran behind the truck trying to catch up to. Uh, yeah, he couldn't see his Star Lord. <laughs> uh, my my goggles. Because uh, it had the red light that, you know, like Star-Lord has, but it kept fogging up because it was so cold, and I couldn't see. She, I even ran into his daughter that was dressed up as Spider-Man in front of me, yeah. and I felt so bad. We've, we've almost done the Watermelon Festival every year now. Uh, I've had to work it. You, you had to. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do it last year, I don't think. No. Uh, last year, we did my your my sta- book. Your book stand. Yeah. That is right. Yeah, because the year before that, I was going to do it, but my boss made me work, and I actually saw you walking around as Spider-Man throwing candy out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what characters do you cosplay? So, let's go down the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right, so if if I want to get very uh, technical, the very first one I ever done was Superman, because I wore that Halloween costume every year for almost 10 years. <laughs> It was a Brandon Ralph type looking Superman costume. Had the foam muscles and everything. Uh, I think I've got that costume stashed away. But uh, the actual ones that I do is uh, Star-Lord, Captain America, Batman, Thor, Mandalorian, which I'm fixing to make it my own. Uh, I'm thinking about making that helmet more black Mm -hmm. than gray and becoming a Mandalorian instead of the Mandalorian because I've already got black armor and apparently black armor on a Mandalorian means justice. Oh, really? Gray means lost loved one. Okay. I've read that this morning. <laughs> it <laughs> popped up on my Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I also cosplay characters from my book. I did Reaper. Uh, I've done Atlas from Zeds. <clears throat> um... That I've, one's been a while back, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've done my character Bradley from the Tales of, from Quillandia because we use our actual names in those anthologies. Um, and then I created one called, his name was Sorry. <laughs> he was a time traveler that kept <laughs> screwing up the timelines. Uh, there's one named Graham who was, man, it kind of like the Joker, but instead of having face paint, he has a mask. That's got a big smiley face on it. Um, and I had this one that was kind of robotic, cyborgish, but the mask, it had like a little screw that just kept poking me right here, so I just I quit using that one. And Crowen, my elf cleric from D&D. Those are the main ones that I've done. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, for my list. <laughs> yes. I got, <laughs> I got Deadpool. I got Sebastian. And I got Spider-Man. Yep. Yep. 
That's it. That's it. That's it. I was sitting Damn here, it. I sat here searching, searching the list. Uh, but yet, no, it's Deadpool and Sebastian. Yeah, Spider Man. You know, just you know, back before TikTok started expanding its times and mm-hmm. video times and everything, I think you could do fifteen second clips yep. or ten second clips. Uh, it was. It was short. I mean, you fifteen had to thirty seconds. Fifteen to thirty. They only allowed me 15. Yeah. I hadn't had enough followers or something like that. And I would make like 10 second clips of. There we go. It is working. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Clipper reels. It definitely went dead solid. It did. Now you get Grogu to stand still. Come on, buddy. That stay. Stay. This is not my week. What? I'm just gonna hold him. Okay. Sorry. We're back. Dag on it. Back again. Katie's back. Tell Grogu. Oh my! All right, where were we? <laughs> Just to get a different one to go in. Yeah. Shit. Uh, I guess this is a twofold question. Do you have you found any downside to cosplaying? Yes. I, I would bet it's going to be the same answer I give too, and probably anybody else has <clears throat> done it. So, the biggest downsides I have, I, it's. I think I've got either two or three reasons. First reason, I don't have enough money to get all the crap that I need. Number two. Agreed. <laughs> um, I can't make my own stuff because I'm not that talented. Need a uh, 3D printer. Yes. A 3D printer would be great. Yep. And another downside is it takes so dang long to change outfits. Yes. Well, granted, mine like yours is zi- <laughs> mine like uh, I zip up the back, put my spider yeah. boots on, my helmet, and yeah. my backpack. But yeah, the big the biggest downfall because I'm mean, I, I love doing it. It's very creative and it helps me escape. But the biggest downfall is I cannot get everything that I want to create the cosplays that I would love to create or wear. Yeah, that's that's the biggest downfall for me. Uh, I similar. Of course, mine's pretty simple. The ones I picked out but it it for sebastian's it takes forever i've got a set of black contacts they're not full blackouts but mm-hmm. it's big ones yeah uh, because his eyes change in the book so yeah but uh okay it takes me 30 minutes per eye to put the <laughs> daggone things in <laughs> <laughs> it takes so dang long it takes so but uh as far as downfall from it the counter to that i love like the parade we was talking about. Yeah. Oh, man. If you've ever done any type of cosplay, whether it's Captain America, mm-hmm. Star-Lord, Spider-Man, Deadpool, uh, yeah. the kids love it. They do. We've done birthday parties. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. And they and just love it, it. It was fantastic. Like, And we have, you know, kind of advertised it a little bit, especially when the big thing was going on we were uh doing birthday shout outs with videos as Mm -hmm. the superheroes that we play and kids loved it you know it 
didn't matter if you looked exactly like them, but as long as you had some type of persona displaying the kind of character that they enjoyed, kids loved it. Yeah. And <clears throat> I would love to do more of that kind of thing. I, now, I, I will say, that is very fun. My goodness, that takes yeah, time. it does. And, of course, when I, first, when I did the first birthday party with you over at uh, uh, Old Glasgow Road, yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> I've never oh, done I'm, that before. You know, and what's what's so funny is when you're doing it, <laughs> and they're wanting to take you're you're trying to focus on the child. Yeah, and when you first get there, they're like, "Is this real?" <laughs> then you have to get in that mode. But and yeah. even with pictures, even with with a helmet on, with a helmet or a mask, on, I still smile. Yep, <laughs> and you yeah. can't tell it. But I mean, it's <laughs> this last. We went to one, the same one we we're talking about, and the little boy was really reserved. Yes, I mean he wouldn't come for, and it just. I love being able to create, and you'll be the same way. The situation where it gets them to latch on to. Yes. You, yeah. You know, when I say that, just to connect with you. As far as uh, downfalls, we was at, I was at the watermelon festival one year, and I was walking through there, and and you get this, and it's just because. And I'll say it like this. Some people are so close-minded to things that they really miss the end game of it. Yeah. They, they really miss the why. They miss the why because yeah. they're so focused on being closed off. I got stopped coming to the Watermelon Festival by an older lady. And, and when I say older, she's probably in her 60s. Yeah. And she stopped me. and Very right, seasoned. Very seasoned. <laughs> very. She approached it friendly like. Yeah. But she grabbed my arm right like this. She said, Honey, why? <laughs> she says, Why? <laughs> I'm like, I do it for the kids. She says, do And she missed that whole conversation, that part. I do it for the children. She goes, Do you just like walking around like that? <laughs> and I, I said, No. I said, My, own, my goal is. To make these, to give these children something to smile about. Right. I mean, some know that you're not the real Spider-Man or real oh, Deadpool yeah. or Captain America. Right. Or, yeah. But it's just, I and like Bradley said, you know, we do it not just as an escape, but just to give a little back. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, bring you, a smile to a kid or you know, help someone else escape for a little while. You know, when we come into this is really getting whatever you want to call it. When Deep. we come into this, when we when we're born into this world, we have only so much energy, right? And we get so carried away about wasting that energy on the negative parts of of this world. I mean, we get focused on too much of the negative, and we lose that's energy you're never going to get back. Yeah, that's time you're never going to get back. So I'm hoping that, as far as me. With these books and this cosplay, that you know, it's yeah, it passes. Just gives a little smile and gives somebody a good moment. Yeah. Uh, and so, <laughs> bouncing off of that, this is going to be kind of just a little change of topic here. But where he was talking about wasting energy on the negative stuff. Um, so, I'm gonna get just a tad religious just for a minute. Um, I started going back to church and. The past couple Sundays, um, I've been praying a lot and, you know, 
conversating with with Jesus and you know just trying to find a balance within my mental state. Like I'm not depressed. Don't get me wrong. I'm just I, I was confused about this entire way of the world. Like why isn't this going on? Why why is this not working out? Why am I struggling so much? And the past couple of Sundays that I went to church, I actually uh, got my heart broke. And I didn't feel that since 10 years ago when I got baptized. Yeah. And so at this church, that you know, I, I basically just was visiting a lot with uh, my mom because this is where she goes. And now I am a member. Uh, I got voted in. But uh, after that happened, a whole bunch of crap changed. Um, like I don't hate work as much, <laughs> even though it does suck. Uh, I still try to look on the bright side of it. Um, if I make a video on TikTok or Clapper or Facebook Reels, if it only gets like 20 views and like six likes, it doesn't bother me anymore. I'm like, I did good. Some people liked it, other people don't. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. That is perfectly fine. If I don't get famous off of it, I am still fine. But, like he said, wasting the energy on all the negative stuff, on things that don't happen or can't happen or will not happen, but focusing on the things that you can make happen, you can see the brighter side of everything going around you, which is really hard to do, do not get me wrong, but you do have that option. And with what we do at them birthday parties... We try to make sure everybody can see the bright side of the world because not everybody's so cynical or negative or hateful. We literally try to be the light in this extreme darkness that this world is cascaded in. Good point. I enjoy it. (laughs) It it is is very much fun. It is. I mean, I I don't, I'm by all means, don't, when I put on my cosplay, I don't think I'm. Deadpool. Oh, dude, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it's Ryan Reynolds. There's, there's not many high bu- buildings in Tompkinsville to swing from the Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, and I can't fly off in rocket boots like Star-Lord. Yeah, it'd be pretty neat. <laughs> it would be awesome. I tried to I make I'd hate to troubleshoot that. <laughs> I, yes. I'll just end up blowing off my ankle. Yeah. Ain't no big deal. <laughs> but <clears throat> you know what the average age of it? The average cosplayer starts cosplaying. What's that? Twenty-one. Really? Yeah. That's that's we, that. we're a little behind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was as a decade too late. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty close. <laughs> but they the average cosplayer wears their first costume, cosplay costume, yeah. not Halloween or something like that. Right. At the age of twenty-one. That's after the trigger treating age. That's yeah. after. Believe it or not, that's after high school. Yeah. That's when you start getting more com- more comfortable, as it's not comfortable. But that's when you're just starting to figure things out. Yeah. And that's about the average cosplayer. Yeah. I've never been to a convention. I, me either, dude. I do want to go. Oh. I think it'd be fun. So, I'll go ahead and bring this up to you right now. And everybody else can hear this, too. The library. I know I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned to you before, get down. <laughs> now I'm going to start locking them up next anyways our local library wants to do a cosplay hero thing I think they're 
they mentioned it something about happening in May, so we got a month. But I think they want us to be a part of it. Nice. Either you be Spider-Man or Deadpool, whichever, and they want me to be Captain America, I think. <laughs> I think Spider-Man would be more appropriate yeah. for, that, for that one. <laughs> and they, they also wanted me to uh, host a and d game up there one oh, Saturday. Really? That's neat. Yeah, they messaged me because a kid came up there. Apparently, you know, kind of, I think 17 years old maybe. And he wanted to try and play D&D. He's never played before, so they asked me if I could ask our group to actually just have a session up there. Just for anybody that wants to. Mm-hmm. See? It leads into everything. It does. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, it's a very interesting subject, cosplaying yes, is. It really is. Um, so... <clears throat> the actual term cosplay uh, comes from the term costume play. Uh, it involves dressing up and often embodying the personality of a character, like we like we talked about. So, um, do you actually see yourself in ten years keeping cosplay as a hobby, if my body allows it? <laughs> I, well, you know, yeah, I do. I think it's like anything. It's like. I love going to the gym. Yeah. Uh, I wish I did. But where I'm starting to get older, (laughs) I'm starting to have to modify some of the things I do just to to be able to stay with it. I think that's the way cosplay is going to be. Yeah. Uh, Ten years from now, do I think I'll be doing Spider-Man? No. Probably not Spider-Man. Just because with the ages I'm getting into, no matter how good of a shape or that you try to stay in, your body shape is going to change from a teenager to yeah. So, but from there, you know whether it's Sebastian, right, or just different, or even graduating into different ones. Even like, you know, when you when you mentioned the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good idea, and because yes. you have so much range of, mm-hmm. you know, from the type of armor from the Vesker. Yeah. And stuff like it. It it would be it'd be fun. That one would be fun. And so the uh now speaking about, you know, growing older and figuring out more cosplays, awesome thing is, even though the cinematic universes are mostly focused on, you know, thirty year old superheroes or, you know, ones that's just now coming of age kinda of like Miss Marvel. In comic books, they have the older versions of all the superheroes. Like, Kingdom Come is the best graphic novel I have ever read, and it's about the older version of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Shazam, all of them. So we can honestly still keep that going. Just add a little gray. Yes, just, just a little, little gray. I mean, I'm already getting all the gray. Yep. So <laughs> Mary literally pulled out a hair that long from my beard that was gray, and it was shiny. They always say two comes back in this place. <laughs> I know, so I'm, I'm about to be salt and pepper and bald. Yeah. I start saying I got stripes coming in. <laughs> we, we, we're going to look better with age. So it's That's okay. what we hope. <laughs> or our, I think the part, the part of that is our eyesight gets worse. So I didn't yeah. wear mine today. <laughs> well, by the time we get there, though, more than likely the government's going to have some type of technological advancement where we can put on goggles and see 2020. And everything will be at it. And you just tap it. You got your Facebook. Tap it. You got your phone calls. <laughs> It'd be like our parents now trying to get up with the iPhones. Yeah. What's this button do? Where'd my photos go? Girls be saying, No, you just erase. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You just messaged. 
it'd, it'd be like at one commercial where uh, them seasoned ladies were trying to figure out Facebook and the woman asked to say, why didn't you add me on Facebook? I don't see no pictures on your wall or nothing. She turns around, she looks and there's all kinds of photos on her actual wall. She said, right here, this is my wall. I have seen it. <laughs> That's how and we're going to be. There's a commercial with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. Uh, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> <coughs> So, what kind of cosplay do you consider yourself? These damn questions. <laughs> no, no. What do you mean, what uh, kind? So, there's there's like all different types out there. Yeah. Uh, so, I, go ahead. You know, well, you know, like the ones that can, of course, you know, make their own crap. Um, do you, I'll, I'll put it this way. Do you prefer to go with pre-made costumes or trying to figure out kind of like how you did with Sebastian create your own element both I, I, you feel good because when you create a character a cosplay a yes. costume character I mean, and you finally get it refined yes and you're like nice yes I mean you're, pr you're you're proud of the creation because it's it's not you playing it it's, it's, it's you. It's, it's you yes. as another person, <laughs> as a, another being, as you could say. But I, th I think a little both. I yeah. mean, it's it's some people around here. What I like doing about like the Spider Man is that it it touches the kids around here right. with the parades and stuff like yeah. that. Now, when it comes to me, what I personally like of doing. Uh, of course, we did a few videos with Deadpool and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That was fantastic. But, uh, during the... Uh, <laughs> we'll say. Yeah. During the downtime. During the downtime. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we we'd shot a few videos back and forth, and that was really fun. That was fantastic. And we'd even started it with Sebastian Reaper. Yep. And... Oh man! But, yeah, I like the Sebastian part because it is you, you. You see the fulfillment of what you've seen in your mind. Yeah, and you put it, you put it out into the world. You put it on paper. I guess yeah. you could say. What about you? Same I, I agree. I am with it a hundred percent because, like I said, I love my Captain America uniform. Um, I wish it fit a little better, but I love that. I loved my my Thor Ragnarok that I got back there. My my makeshift Star Lord because you know I got the actual shirt. I got a leather jacket that kind of looks like um, his, but kind of like this right here. <clears throat> the only actual Mandalorian thing about this is the helmet. This right here is uh, airsoft armor. <laughs> and it, it works out. It, I mean, I mean it really it. does. And instead of having the long kind of like cape thing that the Mandalorian has, I've got one of these things. I can't remember what it's called. But... Uh, you wrap it around your head, you tie it, and then you put it back on your, your neck, kind of like what mercenaries wear when they're going to war. And, of course, this flat suit. But, yeah, I, I'm i like that. I, I, like, I love them both. But if I can create a, an original, it's awesome. But if I can, kind of like how I've got Batman back there, if I can just put on that suit and cheer up some kids during Halloween like I did last year and the year before, yep. love that too. Um. There was one cosplay I did not mention that I also do, and that's the Horseman War. I had, yeah, I remember it. You I forgot about him. Yes. Had a whole, had four people all together. One was death, I was war, had a pestilence, and a famine. I forgot that day. Yeah. I remember that. That's pretty interesting because it, 
it applies to that kind of theory of the books and stuff mm-hmm. in that universe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, as I, I really enjoy the cosplay part. It is a lot of work, though. It I is. will say that. Even just even when I use Spider Man, when we get go to a birthday party. <laughs> My memory's not that good. I had to make sure I remember these children's names. I never. So, I said, like, "Hey, buddy, yeah. <laughs> what's up, dude?" And, and and what's what's about Spider-Man is because the way they see him now is he's quite a bit younger than me. Man. So when around these kids, your energy has to shift shift yes i mean it, it, it is a 360 sometimes i mean it yeah. but the good thing about it is it pulls you can be in a slump or something and you can do this and it, it'll pull you out of it right yeah so yeah like going back into the negative thoughts yeah i mean it's, <laughs> it's just that's why we do it yeah oh this is the way this is the way we'll, we'll both <laughs> sit here one day in mandalorian armor we will oh my dude Let's do it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Let's do it. Uh, That's a pretty cool thought. I'll send you a list of the colors and what they mean. If I can find it again. So. I'm pretty sure I'll just Google it. But, yeah. That's pretty neat. So if I'm not a good painter, though, so I'm kind of afraid to try and paint that helmet. Well, none of them's perfect. No. The only one that's clean is Mando's. Right, and his is very shiny. Maybe I'll like do some like black strips. That way, it'll still kind of like be an in between. Like lost of a loved one is also in you no know, justice. Kind of like put them both together. Loved one got killed. Now I'm seeking justice. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's a very good series, and it and it all applies to the cosplay part. Yes. I mean, just let readily state it. You know, it just at first yeah, he's even do doing the Mando one. You know, the one that's on the series. But yeah. Then you got thinking about it and make be a Mandalorian. Yes. You know, make your own version of it, which yeah. is pretty neat because that's another thing about the show, of which with all these heroes and whatnot that you get to choose to be cosplayed from, that is one thing that it can Ow. be your creation. Yes. The name, the I guess the community would be the Mandalorian. Yeah. Because it is a belief yeah. on the mo- shows but the person that you create is 100% you right I mean because Mandalore is its own planet uh, they have their own creed and you know there's a bunch of Mandalorians everywhere Boba Fett's a Mandalorian different factions yes so you like he's like Alan just said you can create your own Mandalorian you don't have to be the Mandalorian as opposed to the show you can be a Mandalorian hmm and of course, you can always incorporate girl group no matter where, who you are. Yeah, you just pass it. Because you know, it takes a community to raise one. That's right. And if he becomes a Mandalorian, oh my God! Can you imagine a little helmet? That sh- <laughs> his ears would have to be poking out the sides of it. It'd just be kind of like one of them, like this. And it just all you see is ears like yes. coming out <laughs> with the, the people's hair. Yes, that would be fantastic. You know what? If I had the ability, I would make him a Mando suit. <laughs> but I don't. Fizzle armor today. <laughs> yes. So, if you're listening and you can make my Grogu a Mando suit, please do it. Send it my way. Just hit me up on Curious Dementia at Gmail and I will send you my address. <laughs> that was too good. How fantastic would that be? 
Uh, I'd carry him everywhere. <laughs> Take him to work with you. I would. I wouldn't care. They'd be like, Bradley, what are you doing? You're building pallets, man. Be like, eh, this is the way. <laughs> you need some time off, man. Yeah. <laughs> so are you drunk? A little bit. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to ask you this. There is... There's not really a proper answer, but there is a most noted answer for this question. What do you think is the number one rule uh, of being a cosplayer? That's like the golden rule. I mean, you know, respect your fellow cosplayers. I that's mean, right. that's, you know, because I, I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> some of these outfits that you get, that you make, you, you can, it's, they can be revealing and not just a way as genitals or anything like that, right. but just your body shape and style. And yeah. the the the, glor- the great thing about cosplay, if you watch these conventions, you have everybody there, and it don't matter. All kinds of variants. Yeah, and it just you know whether it's a just different style, just the golden rule. I mean, right. I mean, just respect your fellow cosplayers and just yes. And, you know, the world's so full of shaming one another, trying to make the other person feel better because they're got doubt. You know, right? Leave it. No, no. That's the uncool. Go- yeah, that's uncool, guys. Right? Yeah. I mean, don't do <laughs> that's, it. That's not the way. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting that in the creed. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's that's me. I think it's just you know respecting yeah the other ones that's doing it because none of these are set. You know. Nowhere does it say if you're a costume player that your Spider-Man has to be like the current Spider-Man. Right. It, it can be yours. There is no trademark on what you create in right. costume. Right. Cosplay. Yes. Like, there's no trademark on my Sebastian. I can change. I can whatever I need to do. And I respect that everybody's creation they create. I mean, right. it's part of their mind. Yes. Let it, let it be. That that when is the golden to, rule. Yeah. When it comes to cosplay. Yes. Respect your fellow cosplayers. Yeah. Respect your fellow creators. And that's a big thing. You know, the name of this podcast is Creators Dementia, and I think that's some of the things we. I'm I'm not, I've not been doing it as long as you have by <laughs> all means, but uh, he will though, because this there. is the way. It is, it's, 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 this is the way. But uh, after next after next week, we'll ha- we'll all sit here with helmets and you dig on right, and, and you'll never see this podcast again without a helmet on. <laughs> yeah. We will begin with a helmet. The only thing you'll see is our chin. Yeah, when we pull it, it back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, For, forget that, this face. Just forget it. You'll, you'll never see, see it again. You'll, you'll see the tip of the beard. Yes, I got to trim mine. So, <laughs> but yes, golden rule. Respect other cosplayers. Yeah, I mean, do not judge. Yeah, you know, just have fun. That's yes. what it's about. Uh, even if you know one walks up in there that where their costume might just be a little too small, and you can see every nook, cranny, and crevice, who cares? They're having fun. They're enjoying themselves. Let it be. Live and let live. Did, yeah, I mean, it's something. When, I seen a video the other day where a guy had made an Iron Man costume. And he said it took him like two years to I think it. I've seen that. And man, that is great. I mean, but if you was to stand my Deadpool 
I guess that it'd be like elementary and college. Yeah. <laughs> and and some people would look at that and say, "Why are you here? Right. You shouldn't do that." And you may not. Hey, let me give you some tips. Or right. Easy. Hell, just say. Cool costume. Yeah. Nice to be here. And and do not have that mindset either. Do not look at yourself and be like, why am I here? My costume ain't good enough. No, your costume is good enough. It's good enough for you, and that's all that matters. It's your creation. Like, you have no idea what person might be standing in the distance and just too afraid to come and talk to you because your costume is so elevated, even though, you know, maybe it only took you six months to put together, you know, and you're standing next to someone, like Alan said, who took two years. But somebody could just literally look at you and be like, that is the best costume I have ever seen. I am so in love keep that in mind you are meant to be there that is your baby your project do not mistake that for any negative thought that may pop in your head exactly when uh, talking about that uh, I last for the last year or so I've been able to help the swim team mm-hmm. and this the way the way I'm going to say this applies to cosplay it should apply to everything but uh, they have got some great coaches I'm by all means I am not a coach I'm a, like a speed and agility athletic strength trainer for the right. swim team uh, one thing I tell tell the kids when we're getting there is that uh, it's not about the workout uh, it's not 100% about the workout you do which that's why you're there mm-hmm. let me say it this way it's not about the workout I create for them mm-hmm. okay I can create the best most awesome workout and I can just see so much strength growth in them but if the environment I create around them, around our team, mm-hmm. if it's a negative environment, if it's one that can that has no growth, that conduct, that allows them to shame one another or just too much bullying or anything like that, yeah. then what's it about? Right. I mean, if you, no matter what you put into it, no matter how much of yourself is into that moment, into that costume. If the environment you create around it is negative, that's all you're going to be remembered for. Yep. That's it. The only thing, the only thing you have control over once you put your costume on, is your attitude. Yep. That's the only thing you, the how you interact with the people around you. Yep. That's all you have control. And in my opinion, that's all I have. I mean on. that that is. I mean, hundred percent true. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have the ability to shoot webs, so I can't control that. <laughs> right. I shoot silly string. Yeah. I mean, if your costume rips a little bit while you're doing a birthday party, you're going to a convention. You had no control over that. Yeah, it, just put your hand up. Shit happens. But you do have the control of the outlook you have on yourself while you are performing yeah. in your costume. So yes. Gold, another golden rule. <laughs> respect yourself. Respect yourself. And yes. Respect your environment. Yes. Just create a positive environment. Yes. That's what. That's why I cosplay. That's you know Bradley got me into it. So you know it, it triggered a spark and it's like that's a pretty good that's a pretty good disconnect. Yes. But just because I put on a, a helmet doesn't turn me into an asshole. Excuse my language, a beehole. But uh, asshole. But uh, yeah, it because I still have that attitude, that environment that's around me. Yeah. And it's it's so hard to maintain that sometimes. But if you do, and you see the people around you enjoying it, mm-hmm. it reflects back into you, and you're able to just 
have fun. Right. I mean, and that's that's what it means to me. Right. And call back to a episode I made a long time ago. Well, not too long ago, but whatever. That's the cookie factor. Some of you might know what I'm talking about. Cookie factor is what you can bring to the table and why people want you around. Attitude plays an important part in that. If all your friends are going to a convention and it likes it, even though your costume may not be the best uh, made materials, they want you there because one, you are their friend, hopefully. <laughs> but two, you also bring something to the table that would be missing if they didn't invite you, you know, like positive energy, charisma, you know, just things that make them enjoy life a little bit more. If, with, if, if you didn't show up, you, they wouldn't enjoy it as much. This may make it a little easier. Do you think actors, like on the big screen, are cosplayers? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm, even though yeah. acting is their, prof, you know, considered their profession, every actor, unless it's a documentary, which most of the time if it's a documentary, they're not actors, but <laughs> yeah, nice. they're all cosplayers. I mean, Chris Pratt, Star Lord cosplayer, also Jurassic Park cosplayer, oh, and. He's- he was an astronaut and Parks and Rec. <laughs> Parks and Rec. You know, he, he played the dummy. <laughs> but Andy Dwyer was also all, mostly full of positive attitude and brought a whole yeah. different aura to the Parks and Rec department. <laughs> Be like Andy. <laughs> Just a little smarter. <laughs> but yes, every actor is a cosplayer. Because yep. they are portraying a character that they have devoted themselves to that hopefully they actually like and bring it to life. Agree. That is the way. That is the way. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna get tired of that. For the <laughs> Disney Plus sponsor. <laughs> no. Or wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I wouldn't work at the pallet mill ever again. <laughs> uh, so going back kind of to the golden rule. If someone told you that they hated your cosplay, what would you do? Do it. I mean, I mean, be honest. Man. I mean, these people don't like me as a person. Yeah. I'm not going to change who I am unless, unless it's a flaw in myself. But as far as right. my costume, no, Spider Man is not for everybody. Everybody that reads my books is not going to like Sebastian. Right. And they some people think Deadpool's too raw. Yeah. And the one I do is rated very. Yeah. It's very. It's PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I still. I still do it because it's not oh, yeah. going to appeal to everybody. Like, yeah. yeah. What about you? I'd, I I would honestly I would laugh, and then I'd look at him and be like, "Well, I love yours," <laughs> and then I'd walk away. <laughs> That'd be a good one. <laughs> be like, "Man, your Mandalorian just sucks. Why would you wear that?" Be like, <laughs> "Your costume is awesome. I appreciate the feedback," and I'd walk away. <laughs> then that would that literally leave them like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I will do the golden rule. If you don't, I'm not going to respond to you. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. Just walk away. That's yep. the best thing to do. Just turn away. Yep. Because my life is my life, and I only have to please myself. Yep. It doesn't matter. Right. But it shouldn't matter. Yeah, it shouldn't. Like I said, it's all conduent with that environment you create. Yeah. And there's always going to be people you come across, whether it's cosplay or just out there, that... No matter what you do, you're not going to be able to please them. No, no. I mean, you're not going to be able to make everybody happy. No. And I'm not happy with everybody I see. 
Right. I mean, be honest with you. I mean, that's just that's human nature. Yeah. We don't have to like people. We have to love them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's a big difference. <laughs> uh, very big. <laughs> it's like I love everybody in the world, even the ones I haven't met. But there's a lot of them out there I don't want to be around. <laughs> I don't like them at all. <clears throat> I think that was all the notes I actually had. Yeah. Like like I said, you know, that first question was a you could have made a whole yeah. episode, a oh, yeah. whole cast out of it. Oh, there that was. Mm, okay, so I'll do. I'll, I'll ask you this one though. If what one cosplay, if you actually had like unlimited funds or you know unlimited anything, which cosplay would you want to have the most? That I could completely flesh out. Yes. Doctor Strange. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the really, you, his is all about the outfit. Yes. And you, you couldn't do a cheap outfit on him. Mm-mm. I mean, there's no way around it. No. Uh, but yeah, I think Doctor Strange. You know, yeah. to get all the dings and whistles to make it look like you're actually doing magic. Yeah. And stuff. Get the rings and the cloak that can possibly possibly move by itself. Everything. You know better. What about you? Uh, yeah, I didn't even think of my answer. <laughs> uh, um, honestly, it would be just one that I could, you know. I don't know now since we've got to thinking about it. The Mandalorian. That's exactly yeah. this right here. If I could flesh this out a little bit more to where, like I said, my flat suit actually fit, <laughs> and I actually had the armor that can go down my legs. And I was at Walmart a couple weeks back looking at belts to try and get the whole one here and one through here. Yeah. The biggest one they had was a 55 inch, but you know it. Going across your chest, it stops here. It doesn't go down to your waist. So what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't put true. two together. I was like, "Dang it!" You have to go big and tall store. That or literally have to figure out someone who would do some leather straps for me. I'm telling you. It's, yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Make your own version of it. Yes. I mean, it kind of started, but I don't have all the essentials to complete it. You remember the Road Warrior wrestlers? Mm-hmm. You could get a chess Animal. card like them. <laughs> the football pads? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just take the padding out of them and you got the round shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. I need the belt. Any of y'all got a belt? One that'll go here and then around the waist? A big Grogu. damn belt. Here you go, Grogu. Oh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I totally forgot he done that. <laughs> oh, uh, well, anything else? I can't. I think that's a good, good closure right there. Yeah. There we go. So, I, don't forget, check out his merchandise. Oh yeah. Keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Redbubble.com/people/slash/demented/creator. And now that we're gonna have a new logo, I'm gonna put that on the store too. Grogu loves it. You should too. See?
Yeah. <laughs> check it out. Mm. It's a it's a heck of a neat yo- yogurt. I love yogurt. <laughs> I got some yogurt logo, in the fridge. Logo for you know this new se- season four. Like I love like I, I like creating my own logos, but this one this one won't ever go away. I'm I'm not gonna change this new one. Like it suits this podcast so much, it is ridiculous. I couldn't create. I couldn't have created this one myself. Should we tell them what we're thinking? What subject for next week is? Go for it. Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk too much about it into it right now because it, once you start, you can't stop. Yeah. But yeah, I, the next the next podcast is going to be dreams. Yes. You know. And it can, it's going to range from different ways of actually receiving this concept of dreams. Yep. So, and this, uh, I'm telling this too, because it was actually a topic for, that was requested for discussion, his wife. <laughs> oh yeah, Johnny did. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. requested us to talk about dreams. And we would have done it this time around, <laughs> but after our last recording session, uh, you know, well, a couple of days went by and I was like, all right, what are we going to talk about? And it was like, oh, well, what about cosplay? And then a day after that, it was like, oh, wait, Johnny requested dreams. Well, now we got two episodes planned. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah it, it'll be, it, it, it's going to be a fun one, I think. It is. It, it, it can get deep, then it can, not, it can it be as silly. Because I've got some, anyway, yeah. come back next week. It's going it's to it's it's obtain <laughs> demons, Godzilla, <laughs> talking in your sleep. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. As well as dreams of the creative aspirational type. Yes. So. And that's a that's a whole different. Yeah. I mean, uh, anyway, yeah. that's all next week. <laughs> that's, all yeah, next week. that's all on the next episode. But uh, as far as cosplaying, give it a try. Yes. It's for some people. It's not. It's definitely. It's for me. Uh, I stay. I stay busy as far as my work. And just little side projects I do. Yeah. But you gotta have some. You gotta have some one time. Right. I mean, and when I say one time, I mean like I enjoy me and Bradley. We talk a lot about our books and about cosplay and just yes. you know just bullshitting around. But uh, it's a that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You gotta have that. Next world will go around a lot smoother. Yeah. No. No matter what. You need to take time out of every day to do something that you enjoy, whether it be listening to a song, writing a poem, dressing up for the hell of it, something. And cosplay is a good way to just feel something different. Do it at home by yourself. It don't matter. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have exposure. No. I started without exposure, and that's what got me to fall in love with cosplay. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to broadcast this to everybody else. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for watching it, yes. listening on whichever app yes. you're doing it on. I can't remember all of them. He sent me a list. <laughs> there's a lot. Yes, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Listen Notes. Pretty sure we're on Pandora. I think I actually applied for that and I, it got accepted. And of course, YouTube, where you can watch us. Uh, Hidden Hollow Productions. Uh, 1104 is that right I don't remember YouTube's weird 
when you look up Hidden Hollow Productions, <laughs> yeah. that's what pops up. You'll, you'll find us. You'll find it. Yeah. It's called Hidden Hollow Productions, not Critters Dementia on YouTube. Okay. Podcast is called Critters Dementia on YouTube, but the channel is called Hidden Hollow Productions because it's more than just this podcast. I'm trying to expand more. Uh, I've got Dead by Daylight, uh, like one video on there because I haven't played that much. Of course, I had the Dungeons and Dragons on there, but it's kind of stalled out. Um, just couldn't get everybody together really anymore. And I'm trying to get other people to possibly come in on it as well. Other gamers, other podcasters, if they will, you know, stuff like that. Because Hidden Hollow Productions is a is a media company, not only focused on my projects like it has been. I want it to expand. That's that's my dream. <laughs> There you go. That's my dream. Never do that. Never stop. No. no. As much as you want, you would like to some days, just keep going. For the, there's this option too, whatever you said. I'm going to put it after. Um, for the ones that's listening, maybe the six or seven that watches this. That's right. If you have a dream you'd like to share. Yes. Send it. Yeah, go and ahead if, and send it. And if it don't take uh, like an hour and a half like this is took to talk about cosplay. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure Bradley would be up for reading it. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, it's, there's, like, if it's aspirational dreams, go ahead, send it. Uh, if it's a dream you're trying to interpret because you had it in the middle of the night and it freaked you out or you loved it, send it anyways. Send it in. Yeah. I Everybody mean, sees dreams in a certain, different way. Yeah. But, and it's going to be a fun topic. Yeah, it is. I mean, just sitting here, you know, you get excited. Yeah. Because it's, it does interest me as well as any, about anything else. Anymore. It does. I mean, yeah. All right. That's, that's it. That's it. That is it. So thank you guys very much for tuning in, watching, listening, enjoying. hope the lighting is better uh, from what I've seen on the small screen of the camera. It seems to look a little better. Um, hope you enjoyed the Mandalorian cosplay. His Slap Punisher cosplay, because, I mean, Seriously, he had a T-shirt on. I'm pretty sure in the comics with just what that on? with the symbol on it. So technically, he's Punisher right now. <laughs> I got the tattoos. And got <laughs> put it out there. We just do, we just do not have an arsenal on us right now. No. Wife wouldn't let me bring it. Hmm. Question: Who who would win between Mandalorian and Punisher? Mandalorian. Send that to us as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but yes, thank you guys very much. God bless. Hope you have a great couple weeks till you see us again. Um, anything else you want to say? Peace. Demented creators, plural, out. out.